0: Resuming. Nerd. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynathones connected.
1: Initiating broadcast signal in 5 4 3 2 1.
0: gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order this is the nerd world order broadcast i am the man that you call dukes and to my right here comes the
2: booyah yo it's your boy joe we about to ready to get it in you know what i'm saying <laughs> and to my other other right coming straight out of krakoa weighing
0: in at 178 adamantium filled pounds alfonso x-man flores has anybody seen
1: Gene Bub?
0: This is the Nerd World Order broadcast, the official broadcast of the Nerd World Order community. You guys ready to talk a movie that just broke one billion? Oh yeah, Spider Man: No Way Home. <clears throat> so so before one we start...
2: billion dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you guys have a chance to change your prediction. Will Spider-Man be the highest grossing movie of the year?
2: Yes. Didn't we say yes? I, I said no. Did.
0: Alfonso said no. He was oh, like, okay. first he was like,
2: mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if this happens
1: and that happens and that... Me, no, me, yeah.
0: <laughs> Alfonso pulled out a diagram to say maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if you look here
1: at page 32... <laughs> Whew man! It it just it started off like exactly where the last movie left off, you know, and and from there it was just a whirlwind. Um, (laughs) You know, it's so there's so much to talk about. You know, he he drops off MJ. MJ is like, you know, they. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Let me. Okay, first of all, they go back to his place, and Happy is crying. Why is Happy (laughs) crying? Because because Aunt May dumped him. And that was just the saddest thing i ever seen (laughs) in my entire life. He was so in love. And she was like, yeah, kind of over it. You know, and and then he's like, oh, I got to fix all this. uh." And then he goes to see Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is like, "Uh, you know, hey, look, there's Wong, the Sorcerer Supreme. You know, a lot happens in five years when you're gone. Somebody had to do it, right? (laughs) Um, And, you know, he's sitting there drinking his coffee. And, like, from the previews, everybody kind of thought he was going to be, like, the evil Doctor Strange. Um, in the movie, you get to see that he's really not, you know, uh, he's, he's just an everyday Doctor Strange, you know, doing his thing, you know, uh, having fun, <laughs> you know, in the snow, um, you know, then, the, then everybody, I don't know. Here, somebody else take it over because this is, I'm like, my mind's like firing at all pistons right now and I can't get a single thought together because there is just so much happening in this movie.
0: This movie was a lot better than I expected. I think at least me and Joe, I think Alfonso had a little bit better outlook, but you know, me and Joe were like, I'm going to watch it because my son wants to see it. And that's good enough for me, but I don't think it's going to be that good. And then the reviews started coming out and I was like, well, maybe just maybe. And I have never applauded so much in a movie. just over and over and over and it was for different things you know obviously there were you know characters coming in and even when aunt may uttered the sacred line you know great power great responsibility it's like whoa what just happened right it, it just so many things about this movie made me cheer i don't think i've ever cheered for after credits before And also looked over at people and said, you don't understand what's going on because you didn't watch this one show on Disney+. (laughs) Plus." I did that too. (laughs) But, man, everything about the movie exceeded my expectations. I I was just like, even the interaction between Doctor Strange and uh, MJ and Peter... I just didn't expect it to flow as well as it did, you know. <laughs> right? Did you guys?
1: I walked into the theater and there was like three teenage boys sitting, you know, to my left, and I'm I'm putting my stuff down. I'm getting everything ready to go, and I'm like, okay, look, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to be quiet during this movie. And they're like, no, no, neither are we. That's cool. That's cool. So we high fived, and it was ready to go. It was on. And you're right, Dukes. I I don't think I've ever heard. More applause, more cheering, more hooting and hollering in any movie. I mean, yeah, you heard it in a lot of movies, but to the amount, like every little line that was just something, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, and it was, it was, it was amazing. It was such a a great experience.
0: I always say I love Endgame. The last 30 minutes, the rest (laughs) of the movie is boring. For sure. This movie was not boring. No, not at all.
2: Bro, 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 the crowd that I watched it with was freaking lit, dude, lit. Dude, when Daredevil popped up, the crowd was like, oh, damn. And I was like, okay, I'm feeling this crowd. I'm feeling this crowd. I'm kind of getting a little hyped up. You know what I mean? I'm getting all, yeah. You know, and then, you know, when when Toby came in, well, first, Andrew Garfield, when that thing popped open, you can hear everyone was just like, you know, you can hear everyone was like, Yeah. Well, Marvel can trick you, bro. Marvel can trick you, bro. So you're like, everybody was like, hey, that's Andrew. But, you know, we're not sure yet. (laughs) Bam, the mask comes off. Dude, the crowd goes crazy, dude. And I'm just like, I look at my son. I tell him, I'm like, oh, we about to get lit, dude. Right. (laughs) And then and then Toby comes in. Right. And that's my son's favorite character. He's you know, he loves Andrew Garfield. He loves Tom Holland. But he said, Dad, that's who I grew up with, Tom Holland or not Tom Holland, it's uh, Toby Maguire. That's my Spider-Man, no matter what, I grew up with that guy. And, you know, like, if you listen to Andrew Garfield, I saw an interview with him, he said the same thing. He's, you know, like, he was reading, like, you know, the you know where they say, you know, uh, Toby Maguire is the, the better Peter Parker, but he's not the good Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield is the good uh, Spider-Man, but he's not a good Peter Parker. And then Tom Holland's average on both. And that's why it makes him better. And... Andrew Garfield breaks it down and says, "I'm actually, I'm always gonna be a Toby McGuire fan because that's who I grew up with, and that's how my son is. So when Toby came out, dude, dude, the crowd went freaking nuts, dude. Yeah. And you know, like I remember watching Endgame, right? And like you said, to do, at the end, you know, like everyone kind of got hyped when he's like, you know, when like." you know, Falcon comes in, hey, on your left, you know, everyone just went crazy, but it wasn't the same energy as Spider-Man was, because people that were in my theater, I can only speak for the people that were in my audience, they knew who Toby was, and knew who Andrew was, and when they came in, everybody just lost it, right, and each scene is just like, dude, when, when Mary Jane, or Mary J fell down, and missed it, I told, I, I had told my son before, I knew he, if Andrew Garfield was going to be in the movie, he was going to be able to do it, right? And they, and they, and that's exactly what happened. But you can hear the crowd. There's a TikTok video going around. That's probably with the audience I was in because when she was falling, you can hear everyone's emotion. Like you can hear women, oh, you know what I mean? Like, dude, she's gonna die too. Those are people that have watched Amazing Spider-Man, right? Too. They they're like, oh, she's gonna. Die. And then, dude, Andrew Garfield didn't even leap. As soon as it it showed him. He jumped, dude. The crowd went crazy, dude. And then, you know, like when he caught her and then the facial expressions that he had was like, you know, she's like, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. And he just broke down. Dude, the crowd was just crazy, dude. Just the overall energy, bro. Like, I don't think, Motu, was it the uh, Multiverse of Madness? I think that might be similar to what Spider-Man was because it seems like they're going to do a lot of that same. Because I'm hearing they're doing a lot of reshoots, Which means they have, a, you know, the reaction from having Toby and Andrew in that movie, they're probably like, you know, Marvel just is like, hmm, we got to redo some reshoots. You know what I mean? Because, dude, dude, it was really good, bro. Even the after credits was really good. Like, this movie was so good. When you watch The Matrix, you just realize how bad The Matrix is.
0: (laughs) Never thought I would agree on someone (laughs) insulting a Matrix movie but I have to agree. Joe has me so hyped right now that this podcast could be over, okay? Because I'm like,
2: I want to watch it again. Yeah, I want to watch it again right now. Bro, my advice is pick a better time. I'll watch it the second time. And, you know, like, people were like, when Daredevil came out, they're like, oh. And I looked at him first time, huh? You know what I mean? (laughs) First But... And then me and my son, okay, cool. But then nobody was as hype. You know, you can hear him like, oh. But the just the first, you know, like showing, bro, like, me, we were pretty, all three of us were pretty good about avoid, avoiding spoilers. And if you've seen spoilers to so movies, I Wikipedia spoilers all the time. I, it's just no big deal for me. But I was so glad that I was just not seeing anything about this movie, even though you had a feeling that those two were going to be in the movie. You just didn't know how it was gonna happen, and to not know how they came in, it was just so gra- refreshing. Like I was, I was just like, man, would, come on, dude. You know when you're watching it, each few times, you're like, you're almost breaking down. You're like, the tears come out. You're like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And it goes right back in. You're like, I gotta man up, dude. Get next to my sons, bro, I'm the dad. You know what I mean? But dude, like. Even when you watch it, it just hits different because it, we grew up watching these, you know, like Andrew Garfield and and Tobey Maguire. Just seeing them there, it's like, oh my gosh, you, dude, bro, Alan. When we were riding the bus going to Comic Book Shop, would we ever think that they were gonna do something like this in the movie theaters? No, right? And that's that's an emotion that's built in with us too. Where we're just like, I've never thought I would see this, dude, and we're seeing it. And you're just like, you're you're so lost in the moment, like. You're, you're a little kid again, you know. You're just like jitty, like oh my gosh.
0: It's it's weird because it's like it's a progression of emotion for you, right? Because like okay, I saw Spider Man, like Tobey Maguire. That's our Spider Man, yeah. right? Because when we saw Spider Man and X Men, we were like, whoa, they're putting our stuff on the big screen, right? It didn't have right. to be that good. No. No. It was our stuff on the big screen, right? But Tobey Maguire. Spider-Man 1 and 2, freaking amazing, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's like a progression, like, that's our Spider-Man. And then you have a little bit mixed in with, like, the everything that Tom Holland Spider-Man's been going through. You start to feel for him. And then they mm-hmm. throw in, like, a little bit of, like, Daredevil, where it's just, like, it's been building up, and all that emotion is just there. And then it's, like, it just comes together mm-hmm. so perfectly. It's just yeah. been years and years of, of people... They're I mean, just lining up to make. I don't want to say the perfect movie because that's the Matrix, Part One, but <laughs> but it was a it
2: was it was a perfect movie. I'll say that, dude. Like, who do you think like suffered the most? Like, you know, each one has you know like you know what they've went through, but you kind of almost feel more sorry for like Tom Holland, right?
1: Yeah, because you yeah. know
2: like Iron Man was who we all thought was the Uncle Ben, right? Mm-hmm. right. And he died, right? And so you're thinking, like, you know, the line that Uncle Ben says, you think that might have, you know, like because the first one just jumps, it doesn't show him getting the powers, doesn't show Uncle Ben anything. And so you thought that might happen already, right? Mm. But then yeah. it's Iron Man, right? And then Aunt May and Marvel, dude, you suck some some big booty butt, dude. Because when Aunt May stood up, you're like this, oh, she's not gonna die, you see. And she stood up and you're like, okay, she's cool, cool. cool. Bam, she falls down, you're like, you got me, you got me. I didn't think she was gonna die and you got me, right? So that hits harder because he's grew up with Aunt May, right? He's done a lot with Aunt May thus far. So her dying is gonna hit different than Uncle Ben because it seems like you know he just never got along with Uncle Ben, right? He's always fighting with him and then he dies and he's like, oh, Uncle Ben died. But with Aunt May it's a different type of relationship, right? Then he loses his girlfriend, then he loses his best friend, right? So it's just like, dude, he's got to start over. Like he doesn't have anybody.
0: It's weird because I don't think anybody looks at Spider-Man as a tragic character because he's always making the wisecracks mm-hmm. when he's spinning the, the webs and everything and he's fighting characters. But Marvel has done a really good job. Even if you look at Amazing Spider-Man, uh, you know, and, and uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man also lost his, his best friend they've done a great job of creating a tragic character that you actually care about. Yeah. And to Joe's point, I don't want to make this a Matrix bas- bashing session, but Joe made a joke offline. I, he, he said, like, when I got done watching the Matrix, did I say, not like this? <laughs> and the thing about the matrix was well the matrix resurrections was you didn't really care about any of the characters you didn't care if they live or died because they never fleshed them out and developed them i don't know if marvel did it on purpose like if they planned for aunt may to die in the third one but you cared about and liked aunt may so when she did die mm-hmm. you felt that That's crazy because, like, Marvel had the ten-year plan with Endgame, right? But did Mm -hmm. someone sit down and say to themselves, Aunt May is going to die in the third movie?
2: Kevin Feige.
0: (laughs) I mean, you probably had to have that because
1: you know you always have the big the big moment with Uncle Ben where he's like, you know, he's dying. Great power comes great responsibility. So it's like they had the they didn't have that moment with Tom Holland at all. So he, you know, there was all, there was probably like a little bit of a disconnect when it came to the tragic, uh, tragedy of, you know, the teenage kid who, who, who's lived through all this and goes through all of it, but still tries to maintain the smile, you know? So you kind of had to have it. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, I, I really thought we were going to just wait till we got that new Spider-Man animated series. that's coming to Disney plus that was going to show us that, but I mean, it's animated and they probably got got to keep it lighthearted for the kids. So it's like, they did it here and, and it, it hit hard, you know, it hit real hard. That the whole anime thing, you, you know, it's like she got up, oh, she's fine, but it's gonna be MJ that dies. Oh, wait, no, she died. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, that, because
2: that was... when Uncle Ben died, bro, he wasn't there, he just happened no. to roll up and said, Oh, that's Uncle Ben, <laughs> right? <laughs> Goblin lifted up his head and said, Look what I'm gonna do to your future. Oh, and Goblin. Just had his head. Dude, God, that villain, bro, he's a goat, man. Because he made, like, Toby Maguire's life hell, bro. Yeah. And then he just made Tom Holland's life hell, bro. He's yeah, just, like, two to. different yeah. Spider-Mans from two different versions. You know what I mean? Uh, of the multiverse. And it's just, he's just like, man, dude. But then again, now that they cured him, when he goes back, Toby doesn't lose his best friend.
0: So that creates an alternate timeline for Toby, yes. and mm-hmm. and we'll see wow. that in into the Spider
1: Verse. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but you know, hey, I want to talk about how like uh, Andrew Garfield, you know, for a long time had to put up with like, oh, you're a little lesser of the Spider Man because you know everybody loved Toby McGuire, and and like, you, know, you look back at those Andrew Garfield movies, and they're actually pretty good. They're pretty good. I mean, he was a skater boy, and that was a little weird, but. They were they were really good movies and and there was a lot of emotion in them, and you know he took a lot of crap for those movies and over the over the years I'm sure it really hurt and this was such a redemption for him you know as as mm-hmm. an actor you know yeah uh, as, as a character he was able you know he even like got he even got to like speak his part where he's like he's like you know you know I'm not as cool as you guys or I didn't do this or I didn't get to go to space or, and they're like no no. You're amazing, and I was, yes, he is no. amazing. He's amazing, Spider Man. Um,
0: this then, movie was very meta in the yeah. sense that they were telling jokes that related to the real world, mm-hmm. and right. the audience was in on it, which just gave it this completely different level that right. I don't think I've ever experienced in a mm-hmm. movie before. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it very self referential, which is just, yeah. dare I say, amazing. Wait, dude, wait, you
1: make your own webs? Well, do they come yeah. out anywhere else?
0: Because,
2: <laughs> dude, how many times you said that, wow, Toby can make his own webs? You know what I mean? Or, like, Andrew didn't really find any dope villains. You know what I mean? And then, he, it's like you said, bro, it's just like, you're like, wow, you're saying exactly what everybody else is saying. Right. But the the dopest part that I like about it is he's never got his, you know, his third movie right? right. And out of all three of them, he's the more, he knows more about Spider-Man this dude like reads the comics. Mm-hmm. He always wanted to be Spider-Man. If you look at him in, in his movies, that's, they say he's a better Spider-Man because this, he's not saying any words, but just his hand movements and his moving his head and just expressions. Right. You you feel the emotions through the suit. And you right. can tell, cause there's was also like an interview, like I don't know where it was at. It was like a Comic-Con where he wore like a cheesy Spider-Man right. and he lifts up his, the, and it's him. Dude, those are his words, man. They didn't pay him to do that, dude. He's an actual fan of Spider Spider Man, you know what I mean? So he's like us. Just imagine if we could play any characters that we wanted to play in a movie, bro. Like he's living his dream, and you can tell, like, out of all three of them, when they're, you could tell he had the most fun. You know what I mean? He was happy to be there, and 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 that's why everybody wants him to have his third movie because he was so good in this movie, and you yeah. you want this guy to have a third movie because he never got a third movie,
0: right? I don't need a third
2: movie.
0: <laughs> I loved him. I think he did a great job, but I don't need saturated Spider-Man universe. We got the Miles Morales into the Spider-Verse, exit the Spider-Verse. You know, we've got Tom Holland. We've got Venom.
2: They're going to do that. They're going to do it. You know, they are. that's <laughs> where the money is. It would This just so well, but there's also rumors of Marvel helping out with the third movie so it won't be as bad as Nick is going to be if he does, in fact, have a third movie.
0: you know, it's, And you know it's,
2: it's going to be good. You know it's going to be good. It's not going to be The <laughs> Matrix Resurrection. <laughs>
0: no, bro. Was that the
2: name of the movie? Resurrection?
0: It is, in fact, repetitions.
2: Repetition? <laughs> Why? The irony of that movie, you shouldn't have resurrected that franchise. <laughs> you shouldn't have resurrected the franchise, bro. You should have just let that die. <laughs> Respiration.
0: They should have given
2: it to someone they have, else. They should have called it Matrix TPR. oh man hey
1: before we get off the whole spider-man subject you know we can't forget ned you know ned and his like you know my my grandmother told me i had a little i'm magic i I bet you and he got the ring and he's he's making portals dude he's making ned (laughs) ned was so cool in this man that kid had a lot of fun
0: ned was cool in that i felt like he was a Device used to move the plot forward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sure. For sure. Uh, if that might be a lazy writing complaint that I have, not that I didn't enjoy <laughs> it, yeah. but I did. But it's like act one, Ned gets a ring for no reason. Act two. Ned t- Ned mm-hmm. finds out he has magic powers. Yeah. Act three. Ned and, and MJ get stuck trying to close the portal because <laughs> his powers weren't as good as he thought they were. It's like right. That's probably my only complaint, but it's yeah. still it's still a darn near perfect movie. But here's the thing, too.
2: They're also saying, because he does have some magical powers, if he does, in fact, become Hobgoblin, mm-hmm.
0: you'll have some like magic mm-hmm. with it.
2: Right, right. But do you think it's fair to make Tom suffer like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what he, I mean? He's already it's had a meant, lot of losses, man. But, you know, like, the whole time, like, how many – it was like I felt there was a lot of emphasis of, like, I'm not going to do that to you. We're best friends. I'm not going to be the villain. I'm not going to be your villain. And then now his memory gets wiped. Now he can't be the villain.
0: I think that wiping everyone's memory allows the next arc of Spider-Man just to go in.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. like Because they're, they're talking about Craven, Scorpion, mm-hmm. right? And then I think there was like, what did I read? It was someone else like, oh, uh, Black Cat was in those images in the sky at the yes. end of the movie. Yes. And so, dude, I'm, I, was, I have always been a fan of Black Cat. And I actually, when I was reading Spider-Man, I really wanted Spider-Man to be with Black Cat because yeah, she was just dope. And then MJ, I always thought, I don't know, as a kid, I always thought she was just stuck up. <laughs> you know, movie star and, you know what I mean? I just always liked Black Cat.
0: After credits. Let's talk after credits for this movie. Yes, we're talking all the spoilers. If you ain't watch it, too late now after credits let's start off with the the, uh tom hardy after credit with venom what'd you guys think of that (laughs) i think i still need to watch venom
1: too i mean i don't i don't need to watch it kind of want to still watch it but yeah um i i kind of i love the fact that they left a little bit behind so it's like whatever the marvel universe venom is going to be it's not going to be tom hardy it's going to be it's going to be somebody else, and it's going to be something different. It's going to be more Marvel than, you know,
0: whatever that Sony movie was. <laughs> Newsflash, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order. Apparently, X-Man never saw Venom 2. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason to watch Venom 2 was for the after credits, X-Man, mm-hmm. because those after credits gave you these after credits. Right. Oh my gosh, dude, you missed out. You're like, why is he here? <laughs> <laughs> well, no I bad. did
1: watch the after credits on my phone. So, <laughs> oh,
0: okay. There you go. Um, I've heard that they can use Matt Gargan who's Scorpion oh. because Matt Gargan also had the symbiote for a period of time and right. he's already been introduced into the MCU so they could run with that instead of using the common Eddie Brock storyline. So, you know, I, I think that we are setting up a few classic Spider-Man stories. You know obviously, we're going have um, we're gonna have the Venom story or you know, the Black suit storyline, some sort of way he's gonna come in contact with it. Uh, and I feel like, you know, to Joe's point, Hobgoblin, we have the opportunity to bring that out too. I'd love to see Red Goblin, which is like the hobgoblin mm-hmm. with yep. the symbiote.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my
0: gosh, dude. If they dumb. went straight for that,
2: yeah, I'm I'm with it.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Now
1: you got you got what if, in yeah. two different continuities mm-hmm. or two different realities. And then doesn't that uh was it the god killer? What's his name again? The Symbiote King No. Yeah, does it, doesn't Noel control him throughout all realities? Yes, mm.
0: the ultimate Marvel big finale story, you know, like in-game would be King in Black, Null story. Because Null, to X-Man's point, you know, like he controls all the symbiotes or he has a hive mind with all the symbiotes, right? right. So, and also, and I know I said this in the last episode, but they're setting it up. We're <laughs> setting it up. Noel killed a Celestial. Now we have okay. the Celestials. We have the symbiotes. Noel would come in and wreck everything. You no, know I'm saying to you.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't think that's going to happen.
2: I don't think that's going to happen.
0: Bro, I'm going to buy you the trade pay- paperback of King and Black, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do that, but I don't think it's going to happen.
0: But, but dude, I I want it back mm-hmm. once you read it.
2: <laughs> what if they did do the Red Goblin like you said? That'd be sick because right? the symbiote is already in the Marvel Universe, right? Yeah. And if Ned becomes Hobgoblin, that would be sick.
0: That would be so sick, dude.
2: But I don't. I would be more hyped up for that. I don't care too much for another Spider-Man versus Venom, in my opinion. I, you know, I really. I mean, it was poorly done in you know Spider-Man Three, but mm-hmm. if they don't do it again, I would be okay with it. because i think this next trilogy i I would like something different i would definitely want to see craven because i think that'd be sick right scorpion would be dope i I, you know i want to see like other spot there are other spider-man villains in there you know what i mean so you've already done hobgoblin twice um you know i mean done rhino even though that was terrible but i think like other spider-man villains would be cooler for the next three movies anyways
0: I think there's a lot of confusion as you guys were talking and you're like, Hey, I don't want to see another venom. like, okay, I don't want to see another venom either. Right. Another venom versus Spider-Man thing. Morbius creates so many problems for the two. Let's say the MCU Mm -hmm. universe and the Sony universe that has Morbius and venom, because there's a picture of Morbius or excuse me, of Spider-Man in the Morbius trailer. But Morbius also reference references Venom. So that means that Spider Man has to exist in the Venom universe. That doesn't make any sense.
1: What if it's Andrew Garfield's universe?
2: It could be. I think that's some people are saying that. But what if like Morbius came through with the you know the whole knowing Peter Parker thing, and that's how he saw maybe the Vulture. And oh, then, yeah, that's he right. got, the and then he got, then he Vultures got sent and back, him. and then he got sent back. Maybe because uh-huh. they acknowledged Venom right in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. then you got the Vulture. Him being, you know, just him reading a newspaper acknowledges that because I think it also, well, I think it was a couple more characters on there as well. So it's very think- confusing, but I think it'll clear up once we watch it.
1: Yeah, I think what Marvel's doing right now is they've got all these doors and they got them all there lined up, ready to go. It's like. Okay, which one are we gonna open? What where are the fans gonna resonate most? What are the how are the reactions to this gonna be? How are the reactions to that gonna be? That's the that's the path we're gonna go down. They probably have story upon story upon story that are just like lined up, waiting to be opened up.
0: I think Marvel does. I don't think Sony does. I think Sony's just kind of like, ah, we're just gonna we're just gonna use the character, right, and try to get some money. And if that doesn't work well, we've got all these other characters we can use, but it's not planned out. They don't have a Kevin Feige. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't have a Dave Filoni, you know? Right. And, and until you get a uh, Kevin Feige or Dave Filoni, your universe
2: is never going to be good. Right. I kind of almost think that's probably why Kevin Feige is. And, hey, I'll help you out with Morbius. Hey, I'll help you out with Venom because he kind of wants them to probably fail you know what I mean? <laughs> so they can give back the, the Spider-Man brand. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, but uh, is but I think they're going to continue to make whatever they want to make, whether it's good or bad, because people are going to see it. Yeah, it's true. Move on to the second one, dude. The second, the end credit, bro. Come on, let's do it. You know, we're always talking oh. to talk about that.
0: Let's do it. For those of you that aren't watching this on YouTube, Joe, Joe just drank water for so long that his screen froze. <laughs> he's getting his he's getting his voice ready, ladies, gentlemen, and knights. Okay.
2: Dude. Bro. And bro, and bro. <laughs> Am I the only one that's thinking when you hear they're reshooting scenes? Dude, what if like if I freaking um Captain Rogers comes out, but he's actually Johnny Blaze, bro? What if what if Michael B. Jordan rolls up and he's flame on too, bro? There's just so many different things you could bring in, like different Fantastic Four, because they own it now, right? You know, what if Eric Bana comes in and he's the Hulk too? You just have so many different ways they could play this. I know I'm overhyping it because it's probably not going to be like that, but I want to say just because it, it, Spider-Man: No Way From Home did so well, they're going to do stuff like that. That's the only reason you would do reshoots.
1: It's the multiverse of madness. It's not yeah. Sad.
2: <laughs> they can do you, everything. You, you could bring in Professor X. You can bring in Who's Jackman. You can bring in Deadpool. You could bring in a lot of different people for just making cameos, dude. Oh, yeah. Think about it.
1: already said Professor X is going to be in it.
2: But you could have both of them. Think Did you about just it. make that up yourself, Alfonso?
1: No, it's the internet, I believe.
2: But oh. think about it. You could have the X Men come through, right? Both, you know what I mean? Both the people that play X, two yep. Magnetos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it if they did that, it would just be overkill. I yeah. think it would just be too much. I would oh. think it would be awesome. Yeah, but, you know, it's... I'm a firm believer in saturation of too much. To but the we, point thought where just...
1: we thought Spider-Man was going to be too much, and they just crammed it down our throat, and we took it.
0: They did it very well. Well, I say it was lazy writing, how they <laughs> introduced all three. But they gave us the feels right in those moments that we really want. Other than Alfonso, I don't expect too many feels and excitement moments to come from any part of the X-Men franchise, except when Logan comes out.
2: Yeah, but I was going to say, if Hugh Jackman comes rolling out, bro, you gonna be like this, yay, yay. You know Mm -hmm. you will, bro.
0: Yeah, but if Eric Bana came out, people would be like, who's that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) For real, dude, because them Incredible Hulk movies did stuff for a while now.
0: Right. They really did. Yeah, Edward Norton would come out from under a rock somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're going to pick and choose which ones they're going to have come through.
0: Yeah, but you guys are right. If they do it, the mm-hmm. whole multiverse obviously they've introduced like hey right. you can pull things from other universes if they do it right it would be so awesome you know but here's
2: the thing if i'm not mistaken in in the end of the what if when the when what strange if Doctor, yeah strange supreme he trapped ultron right and he was stuck there if he gets out ultron's free Right, That's the whole reason of him staying in there. He has to stay in there for eternity so he doesn't come out. So how does that dude get out? And if he does get out, if that's the same Sorcerer Supreme, and he did get out, where's Ultron?
0: Wasn't there someone trapped inside the spell that Doctor Strange had?
2: It was Doctor Strange. He came up with a spell where he had to stay there in eternity and watch it.
0: No, I mean in no way home. Remember, he started to do the spell, then he brought it back in. And it was like in a little box. Yeah, and it looked like something was trying to get out of that box. Right.
2: It was. I thought that was the base. Spell. It, well, basically, that was at the end where everyone's right. trying to come through. That's what he was keeping from everyone coming through. <laughs> and so that's what he kept in the bottle, or not the bottle, but the box.
1: You think back to the original Thor movie when him and uh, him and uh, Jane Foster were talking about how magic is just science we haven't we haven't discovered yet, or something like that. And then Peter is in that mirror universe and he's like, Oh, hey, this is just geometry. And he starts connecting things mm-hmm. and he opens up a portal. I was like, Oh, yeah. magic and science.
2: Sorry. That's awesome. But, but what if what if the Sorcerer supreme and what if was just lying and he just did a spell to trap the way for him to still trap Ultron in there and still be able to do whatever he wants to do?
1: Wait, no, when when sorcerer or Strange Supreme came out and left Doctor Strange in there during this movie. You know what I mean?
2: You're right, you're right. What if when he met him, he's where the Sorcerer Supreme is at? Right. That where, you know, he's inside the... What if that's where what that's where it is and he hasn't escaped at all? Oh, good one Alfonso, maybe that is that scene.
1: Oh, it was just, it was nice to, to see Wanda again. You know, it's like, we, it was so long ago that we watched WandaVision and we knew that she, it was, she was coming in this in this uh, multiverse of madness. And and then, you know, she's sitting there. What was she doing, hanging up clothes or picking apples or something? And she gets that tap on the shoulder. And she's like, oh, man, I knew you were coming for me. Like, I'm caught. Take me to jail. And he's like, no, no, it's not that. It's not that. We got some, We got bigger fish to fry, you know. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. I want to watch WandaVision again now, too, because I, I, so many little, like that, what if, Dr. Strange, it's like I just want to watch them all over again.
2: She was content, bro. She was like hanging up clothes. Like she went, she was working up the reality to have her like man back and was just jacking everybody to let me just hang up my clothes in, in, in like a farm somewhere. I, I bet she has her kids and husband on that farm.
0: I think so too. I think yeah. that she's already opened up a portal to other dimensions.
1: And then we bring in Mephisto.
0: Once again, Mephisto Like, Mephisto was supposed to be In Brand New Day Which is what this No Way Home is sort of based on Right Once again, he's not in there (laughs) Mephisto was the person Part of the Billy and, what's the other kid's name? Billy and
1: oh, Tommy Is it Tommy? Tommy. That's
0: just way too too lazy Is Billy and Tommy really?
1: Well, come on, she made them up, so it's got to sound made
0: up. Okay, well, you know, Mephisto's soul, was they were supposed to have pieces of Mephisto's soul. So, right. once again, legitimate reason to have Mephisto, right. and they're just like, no, not going to do it. <laughs> I've also heard that Chinese audiences or Chinese regulations say that you can't have, like, occult characters oh. in their movies, which might be why they're pushing Mephisto off and trying to find ways around not using him at all right okay gentlemen any final words to the ladies gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order
1: all right ladies gentlemen and knights of the nerd world order um, i'm going to leave you with this little bit of knowledge you know we here at the nerd world order we love to you know talk and gab about all these nerdy things that are happening out there and you know we want to share it with you and we want you to share it with everyone else that you know because you know what we're having a great time here And uh, with us having a great time, you're having a great time, they're going to be having a great time. We're all going to get together and have a great time.
0: This concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I
1: am NWO. We
0: are NWO.
1: Nerds redefine.